Hi everyone, welcome back to Teen Wellness Podcast. For today's episode, we'll be doing something slightly different. We're going to be doing an interview with Rial Kumar. Hey everyone, my name is Rial and I'm a 17-year-old entrepreneur just trying to pursue my dreams. And yeah, it's great to be on your podcast, Shania. And I hope you're having a great day. I am. So I think just like start off, like tell me about like your business and like being an entrepreneur. Like, okay, so being an entrepreneur is just basically pursuing your passion you know just like don't give up like don't take anything personally like that's basically what an entrepreneur is like you know what I'm trying to say like you have to have that mindset of just oh you know like getting things done like just don't giving up and more towards my business side like um, I own a couple of software um, solutions companies all around the world one in Australia one in Canada and one in California in the US um but yeah, it's just mostly work, emails, clients, meetings, and that's basically my life right now. Um, but yeah, high school is also a pretty big role. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else much to tell you, but yeah. How would you say, like, how are you able to be so motivated in order to pursue your business, like, in the first place? That is a very interesting question, but um, pursuing, like, business and, you know, ideas and stuff like that generally just comes from just my passion for it and like what comp like what I want you know accomplished with my life like my dreams and my aspirations like how they match up so what I do is like you know I wake up every day at six in the morning you know I try and you know motivate motivate myself you know go grab a coffee sit at my desk smash through some emails and yeah but the motivation mostly comes from me myself and me just you know thinking to myself like oh how can I better myself every day that is my motivation like how can I better myself every day would you say that like your mindset is like more mature for like your age personally the uh, personally yes but no at the same time because when it comes to this business type of stuff like yes I'm very mature like you know I know what I'm doing like not trying to brag or anything but yes like you know I give a lot of business advice every day I give a you know a lot of advice in general every day, but as a seventeen year old, it is very difficult at the same time being this mature, because when you try and interact with the older people, in like the same business field, because most people in the business world are around like twenty eight to like forty eight, so very big range. But it only starts off at the late twenties, so being in late your t- in your late teens is extremely difficult to just you know interact with those business people and being this mature. And it's it's a bad negative effect on me as well because when I try and hang out with people, let's say my age, you know, go to parties and stuff like that, everyone just sees me as like bigger than them. Like if you know what I'm trying to say, it's extremely difficult to try and fit into both of those fields. Like I'm in a very precarious difficult situation. situation right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Would you say like having a business and also like simultaneously attending school did it have like any effect like on your mental health or did you think that like for you personally like, your situation like you were completely okay um there is a major effect on my mental health but it's only due to school mm-hmm. my business and you know work and stuff like that it's completely fine um because you know, that's like my goal that's my goal in my life is you know make my business a multi-million dollar business you know stuff like that um but yes it's a major effect on my mental health as well because there's school on top of it I'm on my final year right now, senior year, going into um, MIT soon, but it's just going to be a lot of stress even later on when I join MIT for computer science. 
Um, but mentally, what I do is like I just try and categorize everything that I need to do, and then it's not much of a mental strain because I have a couple of people helping me on my business mm-hmm. side. But when it comes to school, I just try and meditate. I guess like that is my best way to cope with it. When you like first started like doing your business, like did you ever think you're going to be as successful as you are today, or did you think Honest... that it was going to go a different way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Th- answering that question is extremely difficult as well because at first like I was extremely confident I was like yo like you know I've seen like so many people do it like you know like the don't give up mentality that I had you know just keep keep that up but as I started doing it as I started working towards it it became very like obvious how hard it was like genuinely became obvious how hard it was so I had to go back into the drawing board and replan on how I wanted to work on my business. So how did you like get out of like that stump and like that kind of like self like negative talk? Because it sounds like you thought it was gonna be really easy and then it wasn't. But like instead of quitting, you continued on. Like how were you able to do that? It's because of the passion part, like I said before, but also because my mentality mentality was set that oh okay I need to do this. Like I need to do this. So yes, I did quit so many times I failed so many times got multiple businesses and but I kept myself going like I kept pushing myself you know like there was people literally saying to me like oh you're going to be so unsuccessful like you, you need to do this you need to do this but I just chose my own pathway and like I honestly just went my own way and into doing things and stuff like that but honestly there's only a few people who are like natural risk takers right so that's mm-hmm. why in my personally what I think is the actual risk takers are the ones who end up being more successful than they actually are but risk takers in a sense where they actually challenge themselves for let's say building a business right or building a foundation for themselves because honestly it's like you can't just sign up for a marathon and run it right without ever training yeah definitely without ever training you have to increase your capacity and become fit that's basically how a business works how are you able to like make your own foundation then? Cause like, what like what age did you start your business at? I was around fifteen and a half, fifteen I would say. Yeah, like how did you create like such a successful foundation to grow upon that? Um, honestly, anyone can do this because I had a passion for um, programming, like software engineering, yada yada. So I started programming at the age of nine, ten, and you know I just built myself from there. And when I was 15, when I was 14, um, I started selling actual software to people. And I was like, oh, okay, I can maybe make this into a proper foundation, like a proper um, organization. And then at the age of 15 and a half, I was like, okay, let me try, you know, making it a proper organization. So then that's when I started like reaching out to businesses, small companies and being like, hey, like, you know, I saw your company doesn't have a website. Can I build a website for you? I'll charge you $200. And from there, those companies started talking about me as a person to other companies and we just work towards it and just build my connection stream through there and yeah I guess we just landed here like step by step it's a very it's a very interesting process that I went through because for most entrepreneurs it's like a straightforward process but for me it was like huh business then no business do you know what I'm trying to say 
Yeah. yeah. I think it's, like, really interesting. You were, like, I didn't know that, like, you purposely went through, like, small businesses and, like, tried building up from there. And I didn't even know that you had, like, failures in the past. And, like, you had to, like, work through them. Yeah. What would you say is, like, your biggest failure in a sense? My biggest failure was mm-hmm. when I thought that I could just start a company from scratch without any sort of knowledge of the company. This is when I was first starting up in the age of 16, when I was trying to make a proper software company with an actual team. And it was so difficult because I had no knowledge of being, let's say, a director or CEO of a company, right? Yeah. And I had none of those management skills. So, so I had to build those management that? skills. Yes, sorry. So where did you get that knowledge in order to like actually uh, pursue that? Um, I was just practicing with my mentors and people in my field as well. I was working with them, not for them. I was working with them. And I was like, hey, can you teach me this? Like, I was catching up with them. But, like, honestly, the one piece of advice that I would have for, you know, up-and-coming people, even if you're just a high school student, right? Even if you're a high school student. Especially because, if you are one. Cause... Especially, yeah. And these fundamental things are 100% going to make you more successful than you think you are. Even in your college applications, even if you're applying for a job, let's say, which are, like, my three rules, the three F rules, which is to follow up, to follow through, and to follow back. So basically the follow up is like never expect people to get in touch with you, right? So you you don't expect people to, you know, get back to you because you need to have the mindset that, oh, okay, like if they don't get back to me from the date that they said they're going to get back to me, a day before, message them, catch up with them, follow up until you get a yes or you read their like, you know, and follow up with like people and like clients, let's say if, if you have a business follow up with the clients like every day like every single day in my opinion personally but if you're just applying for a job just follow up that's the follow-up rule and follow through is do what you say you're going to do like create accountability like if you need to like Like, just create accountability if you need to exactly that is the follow through because people need to build that trust within you so they know that you're going to and actually do what you're going to do so that's the follow through rule for me and the follow back is keep in touch with people that you've worked with in the past. Keep in touch with customers. Like if they come back into the store again, be like, hey, you know, like I saw you this, this and this. Like start small talk. Small talk leads into big, big things. Okay. Like even if like you think yourself that, oh, I don't have a good job. I don't have an amazing pay. It doesn't matter. As long as you have the good relationship, it doesn't it just doesn't, like, stop from there, okay? Like, if you're a good relationship with someone, they're going to talk about you to someone else, and they're going to come see you. That's just how it works. So the three F rule for me, the follow through, the follow up, and the follow back, that is honestly the biggest piece. three pillars yeah. that you should also always, always, always be following every day in your life. I think I read, like, in a book one time that, like, if you show, like, genuine interest in someone else they would show genuine mm-hmm. interest back into you and like actually like, invest in you as a person. Like having those genuine relationships is extremely important. And um, if you guys like don't even know where to start, like even like um, high schoolers, like they probably don't have like customers, but like your friends, like you might think they're like onto something. Maybe like they're starting a new business. Maybe they're starting a new app. Just like you can still mm-hmm. keep in touch with them. Um, I'd say the main thing exactly. I would do is like wish them happy birthday or something. 
and like you can just easily like wish them happy birthday and then get into like a conversation and maybe like oh um we should like hang out sometime maybe catch up and just like weasel your way through because having those connections is the one thing that's gonna like let you through in life and like having those like references in a way 100 percent, 100 percent. because just write in your calendar just you know be like oh okay i remember this person's birthday be like happy birthday like how are you doing or like like it's so prime simple example yeah. would be exactly it's so simple um a prime example would be like okay let's say you just work in a sales department of like a store and the person you know like bought something from you like let's say they bought like a laptop from you right and it doesn't work and they come back to you and then you fix it and you give it back right after a week catch up with them be like hey is it still working hey like is there any further issues you want me to resolve because that's what builds the foundation that i was talking about before that's what builds your connection stream that's that what gets you to know people that is honestly like the people you know who will help you in the future let's say as well they'll always be there to support you because you always supported them going back to like your own business um how would you how would you say you like manage everything because i feel like as a 17 year old you want to be social with your friends like how are you able to like manage a social life and like a work life so i'm in an extremely um lucky position right now i have a team of 11 people and they all help me all throughout the business but i do have a product manager who um does most of the management work so i do still have a very social life but in terms of managing that like because there's still a lot of work to do of course but in terms of managing the personal life of, you know, it's mostly down to prioritizing what you need, what I need, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So if I really need to attend that person's birthday, I'll make time for them. But if I don't, I'm, of course, going to prioritize myself, which is, you know, my business. Because 80% of my life, 80% of this year has just been me attending emails me attending clients, meetings, yada, yada, yada. So the 20% that I do get, I tr- it's very precious to me. It's like my time. Do you know what I'm it's trying like to say? But picking where your energy should go. And I think it's like really important. Like even if like you don't have a business, you shouldn't like put like an expel like your energy in places where like it's literally draining yourself and like wasting your exactly. own time. That goes for every high school student as well. Like if you're taking like five APs, and you're draining yourself. Are you sure you can take five APs? Like, yes, you might be smart enough for it. Like, yes, this, this, and that. But is the amount of homework worth it? You know, reevaluate. Like, how much of your life, or how much of your, like, time do you want to give towards that? And how beneficial would it be? What would you say, like, your own opinions about school are? School's amazing. Honestly, high school in general is amazing in a sense where you meet new people where you interact with people in general. But the only thing I dislike about high school, I'm not going to say college because college is great, is teachers. In a sense, well, yes, they do their teaching, but they're not real-life, let's say, biologists. They're not real-life scientists. They're just teachers. They're only teaching you what's in the book. They're not teaching you actual real concepts. That's just my opinion on school. And, yeah, that's just it, basically. Like, yes, school's useful. Yeah. 
Some people say like, um, like you don't need school at all. You can just make a business. Like you don't need school at all to be like rich or like um, be successful in life. Do you agree with that, or do you think that's like depends like on your situation? Yes and no at the same time. Yes, in a sense where you will learn a new, learn a lot of new things at high school, right? And you'll meet a lot of new people, and you can form your business through there, which is perfectly fine. But forming a business isn't just you deciding one day, waking up one day, and being like, "Hey, I want to make a business. I want to drop out." That's not how it works. <laughs> you need that mindset. Like it's all about the mindset. You need to be just focused on one thing. Like you cannot be focused on. Like ten different things, if you actually want to go out there, make a change in the world, like make a business, then go do it. No one is stopping you. No one's ever gonna stop you. We both we live in a first world country. No one's gonna stop you. Okay, but in my opinion, you do not require school to be successful. You don't require high school to be successful. But it really depends on who you are as a person, because let's say your dream is to go to college. And get a、um, medical degree, go do it.、Mm-hmm. But y- yes, I agree. Like school is important, but no, I'm not gonna say school is what makes you successful. It's yourself who makes you successful. I'd say like myself, like I want to like do a business like sometime in my life. Like I don't think it's like the time for me right now, but like. I just think like I'm kind of lazy in that way. Like I know like I'll be able to achieve it, but just like starting things off can be so hard. Like even like this podcast, like I wanted to do it like well like way last year, but then it took me a few months like before I get actually started it. So like, how do you compensate for like any laziness, or is that just like kind of like pre-built into like your mindset? No, no. Honestly, I'm the laziest person you will ever see. Like honestly, I am. I do things last minute, basically, but. You know, it really depends. But see, okay, let, let's look at you, right? You at least started your podcast, right? You put in your mind that okay, I want to start it, even though you were lazy, you should have started it,、mm-hmm. which is amazing, which is incredible, because most people, what they'll say is be like, I want to start a podcast, and they never end up starting it and blame it on I don't know school, blame it on family, or just you know just blame it on and be like, oh, I just you know can't be bothered. But at least you started it. That's like. If you say you're gonna do something, as long as you do it sometime in the future, that is perfectly fine. I think my next question to you would have to be, what does a day in your life look like? <laughs> um, a day in a weekday or a day in day in a weekend. I'd say like weekday, like a day in your life as like a entrepreneur. A day in a life. Um. Okay. Let's. I would start off at night because my day starts off at night. Okay. Why? So ten p.m. Oh, because what I try and do is I'm trying to attend as many emails or catch up with as many people the night before. So when I wake up, I have less work to do. If that、mm-hmm. makes sense. Do you get like so, productivity like at night? Yeah. Very. Very productive. Like honestly, the most my peak um time when I'm most productive is probably at five a.m. or like eleven p.m. That's it. Mine's like one to two a.m. <laughs> Yikes! But your sleep schedule is probably really messed up then. Yeah, but I yeah. try to not work <clears throat> during those times so I can sleep. But it really depends. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can like you know I'll let you know the best techniques. But anyways, so ten p.m. 
I get into bed with my laptop and I try and reply to as many emails as I can. So 32, one hour, I reply to emails. And the four and 30 minutes, I read a book, which um, gives, you know, a bit of um, break from our screens, let's say, so I can sleep more peacefully. Then I wake up at 5.30, go have breakfast, a pretty heavy breakfast, I would say, like four sausages, two eggs, four toasts, um, two glasses of orange juice, a cup of espresso, and a couple of additional um, flat latte. Um, and yeah, just get to work um, at six, you know, just reply to some more emails for 30 to one hour, hop in the shower for like 15 minutes, 15 minutes brushing my teeth. And then just for an hour, just chill, maybe talk to my friends, like message my friends or like, you know, just catch up with them. And then get on my bus to school. Then, you know, at school, have my laptop. And then I also have an iPad on the right hand side of my laptop. So what I do is I extend the screen. So it's like dual screen. Mm-hmm. So I have my Excel spreadsheet open for business on the right on my so iPad. So do you do your business in school? <clears throat> yeah, I do while in class. So on the left, I have my schoolwork. And on the right, I have my Excel spreadsheet, Outlook, iCloud, and a bunch of team management stuff open on the right hand side. And sometimes the teachers are, you know, very iffy about it, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be like, oh, turn it off, turn it off. But most teachers now, like, after they found out, like, what I do, you know, as a person, like, they don't really care. So, yeah, like, that's just how I work. Um, throughout the day, replying to emails. And sometimes I have to skip classes to attend, like, very important client meetings or team meetings at lunchtimes. Um, get home at four, you know, eat something, half past four, hop in the shower again. I shower twice a day, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i just replied you just get like emails, really you know? tired from like and like sweaty from like all your yeah. email replying yeah exactly so bro honestly replying to emails and stuff like that is more hard it's kind of nerve-wracking it is it really is anyways um yeah and then maybe you know do a bit of practice coding because right now i'm learning how to code in swift which is a apple-based programming software um, so your Snapchats, Instagrams on your, you know, um, iOS devices, all coded in Swift. So I'm currently learning that. Um, so yeah, probably, you know, learned that for a couple of hours, you know. And yeah, just watch a movie maybe and then get back into work mode at 9 p.m. So my day really starts at 9 to 10 p.m. at night. That is my day. I'd say like your day looks so different from mine because... Um, I don't even like eat a breakfast half the days, but I just think like, your overall like I think you're more productive and like actually like make use of your time, which is something I think I as well as like probably other people have to work on. No, which is perfectly fine. Like honestly, like whatever works for you, and it goes with anything. It's not just you know your mm-hmm. um daily routine. Whatever works for you, whatever you're happy with, do it. But if you're not happy with it the best thing to do is make incremental changes, like make small changes day by day because no one can change fully in a day. That's impossible. If you can do that, please contact me. Like I will hire you instantly. But (laughs) um, incremental changes is what makes you um, a better person, in my opinion. Kind of like ending it off here. What are you like? What do you what is your idea of success? Like what does it mean to you? And what are you looking for? to like in the future that is a very rough question um my idea of success is 
to get my business and get my ideas to a point where I can, you know, freely say like, yes, I'm successful. Like, yes, you know, I made it in life. Do you not feel like that now? No, because currently it's honestly just so much work where it's like I'm putting in 80% of the work and only enjoying 20% of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I might be making um, more than the average teen, um, but it's just nerve-wracking, like, knowing that oh, I'm working 80% of the time. Like, even even on the weekends, like, most of it is just replying to emails. It, it's honestly just meetings and emails. That is my life at this point. <laughs> um, and team management stuff. Because I don't really code that much for the team anymore because the team does it because that's what they're there for. That's why I hired them. But honestly, that's it. Like learning new languages, learning new languages and coding or like, you know, just learning new things. That's my life because that's just what it is. So my version of success is when I can sit down and know that I'm free. Like know that like, you feel like you're free from like your own stresses of a business. Exactly, exactly. Because that's so much. Like stress you have right people now. doing it all for you, and you're just reaping like the rewards. Exactly, and hopefully in the next five years, I would reach that point that there's no stress. But myself in the future, I would say you know ten years down the line, I wanna have a proper you know software firm. Because right now there's only a t- team of seven, seven, um, eleven people, right. And in the next five years, I want to expand that to like 70 people. And then in 10 years, 150 people. You know, just mm-hmm. incremental updates. And then next year, um, we're also making an office space for the 11 people. So, you know, it should be fun for them as well. But yeah, hopefully in the future, just, you know, have my own firm, you know, try and just get more involvement of the community as well in terms of testing our software before we release it to the companies because that's a, yeah. my main goal like maybe third world countries like indonesia china, um, china and india they all are interested in programming and coding so maybe involving the kids there maybe you know spending some money there and just you know making um an institution for them as well that's another goal that i have but myself in the future, I just see me, myself, my family, and a Rolls Royce Phantom, of course. But <laughs> that's <laughs> course. besides the point. But yeah, honestly, just a comfortable life. That is what I want. That is honestly what oh, I want. Like, luxurious. Like aiming for. Because, yeah, because when I grew up, I didn't have the most luxurious life. And I want to give my kids the most luxurious life I can. So honestly, that is the goal. I think that's great. You also, like, want to, like, have, like, an institution for kids who want to learn about, like, mm-hmm. coding and software. Um, kind of to end everything off, what are some, like, last kind of, like, words of advice you'd have for anyone, whether they're in high school, whether they're trying to start a business, whether just, like, they just want to get motivated? Like, what are, like, some words of advice you have? The best thing I could say is if you're not prepared to make a pitch, you may just miss a big opportunity. Because in saying that, you just need to put yourself out there. If you would, if you if you are not prepared to make a pitch, you genuinely might miss a big opportunity, because the world is moving faster and faster each day. It moves without you, yeah. Exactly, and it moves without you, like you said. It's honestly, you know, if someone says to you that you can't do it, prove them wrong. That's your motivation right there. That is genuinely a motivation. Even if your teachers say like you can't, even if your parents say 
they go like, you you can't do it. Prove them wrong. If you know it's going to be successful, it's a mindset. It's honestly, if you know it's going to be successful, it will be. Like, the people who told me no were the same people who eventually told me yes. So don't forget that. So do not forget that in your life. But honestly, that's about it. But yeah. I think that those were some great words of advice. I'd just really like to thank Rial for coming on and talking to you, everyone. <laughs> no, honestly, it was an amazing chat with you, an amazing, you know, just talking about business and giving people advice. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. I think that's all for the teen wellness episode, and we hope that you guys tune in next time. Bye.